0: s o here. Welcome back to another episode of the Dad Starting Over podcast. And with me today is none other than Hank. What's <laughs> going on guys? We're laughing because it's a fake name, but um, we were trying to decide what fake name to go with and he's like, can I be Hank? And I just had to laugh. <laughs> of all the names, like, all right, well, Hank it
1: is. I've always wanted to be Hank. So um, <laughs> Hank
0: here is a uh, reader of the Dead Bedroom Fix, as well as a member of the DSO fraternity. And uh, he and I got to chatting, and he's in a situation which um, I think a lot of you out there can relate to. He's going through a divorce, but we're kind of uh, jumping ahead in the story. I thought it would just be good to talk to an everyday Joe and uh, get some perspective on what he's going through, what he will go through. Give some advice, you know, all that fun stuff. So where to begin with this? How did um how did you and your wife meet?
1: (laughs) Funny story, man. Uh Tinder, actually, the app Tinder. Sure.
0: (laughs) How long ago was that?
1: Uh been about a little over five years ago. So Uh, I actually was a platinum uh member. Oh shit, you weren't messing around. (laughs) I wasn't messing around, man. I was dicking them down. I, mean, I really was. I was dicking them down. <laughs> <laughs> and I just happened to scroll on my wife, and she was sitting behind a beer pong float.
0: Well, with no a more.
1: American, yeah, with a American flag bikini on, with her big fake tits, and I was like, "I'm gonna marry her." Wow <laughs> did Did you
0: really? Did you really have that right off the bat? Like that's my kind of woman. Yeah,
1: I, it was the the physical attraction. The physical attraction just threw me for a loop, man. I don't know. Nothing screamed America (laughs) like that picture did, you know? (laughs) So um,
0: what was your relationship experience prior to her?
1: Uh, Well, honestly, uh, I've got a previous kid with another woman that did not work out very well. I got out of high school and... Uh, messed around for a little while and then me and this girl was friends and for a long time we decided to get in a relationship, got pregnant. She introduced me to Facebook and, uh, uh, cheated, cheated with her, you our know, owner, uh, oh, okay. a lot of people. Yeah. So, so, I don't,
0: I don't. so you were in, was this in high school when you met this first chick?
1: Yeah. Chick yeah, number it one, we'll call her chick number cheating. one. So chick yeah, number one, you met, number you met her in high
0: school, you guys became an item. And you knocked her up. I assume that was a big oops.
1: Yeah, I actually actually was planning on leaving her the day I found out she was pregnant, and then she told me she was pregnant. And you know, so.
0: I don't know what it is, but I've heard that more than a few times. It's almost mm-hmm. like the universe knows, like, <laughs> oh yeah, buddy, you got. Uh, that's what you think. Here you go. Um, right.
1: Yeah. But in all honesty, I will say uh, she was actually a really good woman. I was just really immature and well. That's and dumb. big of you to say.
0: And so, yeah. obviously, being a high school kid, uh, you weren't ready for that. And, I, I thought uh, you, I was. And looking back at it with hindsight, being what it is, was you cheating on her? Was that kind of your way of uh, coping? That was your medicine. Like,
1: I, no, I, I, honestly, to, to be honest with you, I kind of had uh, high school. I mean, which I, I've always considered myself a good-looking dude, but I didn't have that much confidence, you know. Yeah, and uh, I don't know. I guess just just the way I was raised, but uh, that really what it, it was just a ego boost. Uh, made me feel, made me feel good about myself, you know, well, to be able that, to go well, sleep with A, B, and C.
0: Well, sure. So in a way, that was a coping, which means you're just sitting there at home going, "I got a kid, a kid, and a woman, and responsibilities, and what the hell am I going to do with my life?" Shit. Some people turn to liquor or booze. Some people just, I'm going to go gamble all my money away and, you know, who, drugs. Your advice was let me go get some attention from other women.
1: Yeah, let's get some of that vagina. Yeah.
0: <laughs> there he <you> goes. <laughs> <laughs> so that ended because she found out about it, I assume. Not yeah, like, you didn't yeah. confess. You, she's like, what? what's this th- number on your phone or whatever? Or,
1: uh, it was actually uh <laughs> hit on her best friend. <laughs> okay now, hold on <laughs> were oh, you were
0: man. you inebriated at the time or was this uh, you, no, no I just
1: was so confident
0: <laughs> and her friend went yeah. to your, your ex and said you know what uh, Hank there just did he just <laughs> came on to me and whatever and that, yeah, and then yeah. so then she said you know what I think we're done here or did, yeah. was that to open up the Pandora's box to find out other stuff about you
1: well, uh, we kind of tried to work things out and she wanted me to come clean about everything I did. And so I did, uh, foolishly. Gotcha. <laughs> and that was the end.
0: All right. So she's out of the picture. Well, not completely ever really. Right. That's the mom to your kiddo.
1: Yeah. We actually get along really get along good right. now. Well, she's out of yeah, the like I, romantic I confide in her. A lot. I've actually confided in her a lot in my marriage because uh she actually seen me at my absolute worst, you know? Yeah. And so so I, I reach out to her a lot for advice. She's a good person.
0: Well good. Good. Okay. And so how long after that ended that you met uh wife?
1: She was probably about yeah, three or four years, maybe. It was okay. actually a while. Like I took the whole single thing to the max, you know. I said I was a platinum member to tender, you know. Yeah, uh, I just. And you had luck. You had for, luck with
0: the online dating thing.
1: I man, it was did I, yeah, absolutely. Fish in a barrel, absolutely. For you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I was man. It'd be two in one night, sometimes three in a day. Wow, like, it was bad. I mean, wow. it was it was bad. I went well. Wild.
0: I mean, psychologists would put you on the couch and say uh, two, three women in a day, huh? What <laughs> uh, What are you trying to? Cover, I don't know. Deal with cover up, cope with because that sounds like it's kind of compulsive in nature, wouldn't you say?
1: Yeah, no, absolutely. Uh, I, I Man, I don't know. I, I guess it was just uh, the was the chase. I was addicted to the chase, the the mm-hmm. feeling of knowing that I could have them and 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 getting them. You well, know?
0: I mean, any man who's had any bit of success with women will um, you know nod their head to this and go, yeah. As far as drugs go there's really not one nearly as strong as uh looking at some woman across the room or on the internet as it were and saying she's cute and let me get to know her and boom next thing you know you're in bed with her holy shit it's just we're engineered for that yeah that's what absolutely. keeps the old species going <laughs> so yeah no um, absolutely but uh as you know we can go too far and then next thing you know you're 200 women in and you're like um There's got to be more life than this because I'm still not happy.
1: And that's honestly uh, about the point I was at when I met my wife.
0: But then um, we're kind of jumping ahead in the story, but as a lot of former playboy, player, whatever you want to call them, ladies, man types, it seems like you belong to a small subset of guys that I talk to, but they're all very similar in that it's, At some point in my life, I said, man, I don't want to do this anymore. I'm ready to, quote, settle down, start a family, get a good girl, et cetera, et cetera. And then once they get it, not much time into it, they're like, well, this just ain't cutting it. Um, I kind of need more oomph here. need a little bit more spice. need a little bit more something, more sexy, more whatever. And they sometimes approach the wife with that. And say let's let's get crazy. Let's do fill in the blank. And she's like, ew, no, I'm like, man." Um, so again, jumping ahead in the story there, uh, you meet Miss America on uh, Tinder. And how long was your little courtship before you guys got hitched?
1: To be completely honest with you, and looking back on it, man, it was completely insane. Completely insane. Uh, we actually decided to have a kid before we got married. Within, yeah, six, seven months of... All right, hold on a second. <laughs> I, <it's>, yeah.
0: <laughs> you, you both agreed to have a kid. Uh, usually, now correct me if I'm wrong, that usually means the woman's little has some baby fever, and she campaigned and she convinced you that let's no, have a kid.
1: We, I don't know. We just got on the subject of it one night, you know, and I don't know. Like I say it was within six months in, you know, I... You know, learned that you go through this, the new phase, you know, where yeah. the new's in, and you're just, I love you this, I love you that, yada, yada, everything's perfect, nothing in the world could, you know, bring you down from the point you're at. And that's kind of the point we were both in. Yeah. And uh, I don't know. <laughs> I said, looking back at it, it, was foolish. Now, don't get me wrong. I do do not regret my son whatsoever. But looking back on I say, it was just something we both agreed on. It wasn't even really baby fever. It was just, hey, you know. And Go she she knew
0: she knew of your previous relationship and your kid with the other mm-hmm. gal. And she, you'd only known you for about six months and she's like, you know what, let's have us a kiddo. And you're like, damn straight, let's have us a kiddo. Let's do this. Yeah. Um yeah. and
1: but I I did ask her parents for permission to marry her literally, literally the day before we found out she actually was pregnant. So I mean wow. the, the intentions were there.
0: Wow. Okay. <laughs> And so was that around that six, seven month time frame of we yeah. just, we just met seven months before, Hey, right. let's have a kiddo. And then, Hey, let's get married. You went to the parents, let's do this. And then, so boy, you didn't waste any time. You know, I, ideally it's a pretty long courtship process. You get to know me. I get to know you warts and all. Let's see each other. When the shit hits a fan. All right, we can work this out. Boom. Engaged married let's be a married couple for a little bit now we're ready let's have some kiddos but man you kind of skipped <laughs> that old i skipped a lot middle i stuff. was just
1: i was just in the point in my life where i was just you know ready to settle down mm-hmm. <laughs> let me uh, and,
0: let me stop you there and get into some kind of heavy stuff which is i'm ready to settle down usually points to or i'm ready to settle down there's nothing wrong with that I'm ready to settle down after knowing a gal for six months and having a kiddo. Right away, any therapist or anybody worth their salt will say, um, so tell me about mom and dad.
1: Oh, shit. Mom and dad, man, they they were split up. I think I was one, two. Yeah. Uh, So I bounced back and forth between them growing up. You know, uh, I'd get in trouble uh, with my mom. <laughs> or at the school in the school system that I was at, and you know, so I'd go to my dad's, and then I'd do the same thing there. So I just bounced back and forth. They hated each other, hmm. uh, never talked. Uh, yeah, my mom actually took my dad to court, you know, making some false claims against him Oof. when he was. Uh, yeah, and it was it was a pretty rough uh, situation. Do you have
0: some uh, siblings?
1: Uh yeah, I have a sister. She's a couple years younger than me.
0: How'd she fare? After all this, yeah, uh, she's doing all right.
1: Wor- uh, worse off than I am, oh, I guess okay. you'd say. Yeah. Oh, uh, uh, she's got my sister. She's got learning disabilities, things like that. So she's kind of, you know, uh, struggle. Struggle. She struggles. Yeah. Yeah. Yes, sir.
0: So, there you had a front row seat as a little kid to some pretty toxic marital stuff, which. uh whether it's consciously or unconsciously, has kind of imprinted in you. Here's how relationships go. This, this is what you do. And you kind of fight that as an adult. Like, I'm never going to do that. I'm never going to end up being divorced. I'm never going to be in a toxic relationship. And then you do what 99% of the guys do. You end up going, well, shit. Yeah. I just took my eyes off the road for one second. I've already crashed into a tree. Here we go. Yeah, I you know I think I
1: fare more towards my mom's side. Uh, my mom, she's been married. She was married a few times after my dad. Oh, okay. Uh, I actually remember one time uh, I was probably ten or eleven, maybe a little bit younger. But uh, she actually took me with her to cheat on her husband. <laughs> I got to play with his kids while they bumped bumped uglies in the next room. Well, I mean,
0: <laughs> you, Hank, you laugh at that, but that's some pretty fucked up shit right there. Um, I mean, no, it
1: is. I mean, it is like looking uh, back on it as an adult I'm just like,
0: "Ah." no, no offense to mom, but that's pretty effed up. And that's, that's going to leave. I don't care how tough you are. That's going to leave an imprint on you. And that's going to have an effect on you moving forward in life and forming relationships with women. And you gotta, again, I use that term. You got a front row seat for this is what adults do. This is the whole relationship game. Um, so Fast forward back to current wife. When did the wheels start falling off of this relationship?
1: Uh, Really uh, around the time she got pregnant. uh, The hormones, uh, you know, out of balance, out of whack. Uh, I put, I I endured a lot. You know, I wasn't the type of person that, you know, judged her for the way that she was. I dealt with it. Uh, And then when she had, you know, her son She got postpartum depression. She had it for about a little over a year. Oh, wow. Uh, And I didn't realize it. I did not know it at the time. Uh, She's actually bipolar. And I did not realize it. I did not realize it until she got pregnant and wasn't allowed to take her medication. I didn't even know that she was really on medication.
0: So she not. Okay. I thought you were going to say later on she got diagnosed. No, she knew and kept it from you.
1: Yeah, pretty much. Wow.
0: Well, well, that's one of those um, Exhibit A for why you kind of you know get to know somebody a little longer out. than six yeah. seven months. Yeah, because yeah. you find out these kind of things like bipolar. That's nothing to sneeze at. And <laughs> so when she went off the meds, the postpartum, I assume. Are you kind of saying that that's kind of one of the lows of the bipolarness? Because I mean, let's stop for those that don't know. Bipolar is is um, the symptoms of it. Are you have pretty extreme highs, manic? She had.
1: She had, no, she wasn't manic. She had the lows.
0: She just she had really bad lows, lows just really real, bad lows. real bad dips where she would just stay in bed yeah. all day kind of thing for days at a yeah. time, weeks at a time. Yes, sir. Yeah. Didn't
1: want to do nothing. You know, I had to come home from work a few times to help with the kid because she was so stressed out. Was she uh, ever
0: hospitalized for any of this?
1: No, no, she wasn't. And, and she actually was uh comp- contemplating, you know, suicide at, you know, one point in time. Uh, well, wow. she said she'd never do it, but she was thinking about it, you know. Yeah, Uh, it it got it got pretty low, you know, and I endured as much as I could. uh, And it just, you know, it just never really got better. You know, she once, you know, she quit breastfeeding. uh, She got put back on her medication. It took a while to kind of get it straightened back out. And then she said she felt fine. But, you know, our relationship was still (laughs) as it was, you know, before or after the or before the postpartum ended. So, uh, to
0: simplify, there was a lot of damage done during that pregnancy period where she had some really bad lows. Yes, Um, absolutely. But, in hindsight being what it is, do you look back and say, uh, I could have done more to kind of be the leader and the champion of, all right, let's get you back on the horse? Or were her her lows in that period so bad that that really – dinged your respect for her well let's let's say your love for her your attractiveness to her was it you walked me through was it too little too late by the time she had come out of that and was feeling better
1: no no man I said I endured I, I really did like I <laughs> I actually really found the type of person I was uh with her you know uh okay. I, I endured so much and I tried to stay positive positive. Uh, tried to help her, tried to push her, you know, with, with the lows, also come, you know, with the pregnancy, the, the weight gain, and the, the not feeling good about themselves. And, you know, so trying to push her to, or well, not really push, but encourage her to, you know, to go to the gym with me or, or you know, go on walks, things like that. It just, I endured a lot. Uh, I, I felt like I'd done what I could, you know, the, the best I could. Uh, but yeah, I mean, in a, in a sense, I mean, looking back on it now, even, you know, after, uh, a year or so after she supposedly was, you know, cured of the postpartum, I still felt like, you know, uh, it it, only because the relationship didn't change, you know, it was, she was still having lows. She was still depressed, but she still, I mean, she said she felt fine. Uh, sex pretty much was, uh, (laughs) Bland. Yeah. <laughs> bland, bland bland mm-hmm. um, mm-hmm. and so man i i guess that uh, i guess i did kind of lose a little bit of respect and, and love after the fact you know of putting up with it for so long and it just not seeming to get better uh, I, I tried <laughs> you know
0: mm-hmm. so you gave it a shot. You're trying. You're trying to be Mr. Cheerleader and leader to to getting better. Try this. Try that. And her reaction was basically, I I don't have it in me. I can't. I'm done here. I'm my. Yeah, this is yeah. this is my new persona. I'm Miss Depressed Gal.
1: Yeah, and and, that, and that's the way it's been, man, yeah. for for years. You know, uh, our son is four. You know, so I endured that for. You know, four years. You know, we're, we mm. are going to file for you know an uncontested divorce next month. Uh, I've done moved out, and and it's just it's it was rough. It was rough. You know, uh, no so, change.
0: So walk me through the um, decision making process. with that was it. Uh, you guys had a big blowout, and you eventually said, you know what? I think this is it. I've had honestly,
1: enough. honestly, I just got to the point to where I didn't want to be around her. I didn't want to talk to her. I didn't want to look at her and that's really where it, it, it boiled down to, you know, I would leave and say I was going somewhere to do something. And in all actuality, I was just going somewhere to be alone to drink and listen to music just to have some, some me time, you know, yeah. uh, which I mean, like I said, and if you was to ask her, she'd say, well, he doesn't communicate, you know, he doesn't spend time with me. And I just got to the point where I didn't want to do those things anymore. You know,
0: mm-hmm. and, and do you feel in a roundabout way her actions kind of pushed you away over no, the years? Absolutely, push, absolutely. push, push. You'd try absolutely. and she'd push. You'd try and she'd push.
1: Yeah, and like yeah. I said, we were having issues in the bedroom, which is when I, you know, I found the the dead bedroom fix. Mm-hmm. And you know, I read the book and I started applying the principles, and and it, you know, instead of getting it, you know, and it it wasn't that I didn't get it, I just didn't get it the way I wanted it. Uh, but instead of getting it, you know, two times a week, I may have got it three times a week, but it was still just the same bland Me- ass lay there, girl. take it, just take it top, you know, sex, you know, I mean, literally i actually told her that, you know, I could honestly get the same exact sex that you offer from a blow up doll and yeah. would feel better about it.
0: In fact, that's, uh, in some of my writings and podcast stuff, I, uh, Actually, one of the fraternity podcasts I put, your wife is not a sex doll, um, because what you've experienced, some men do that for years and years and years. And I tell them, I go, what are you telling your wife? Just lay there and kind of be my masturbation device. And and I really don't give a shit whether you like, don't like, feel, don't feel. This is for me to get off and thanks. See you next week at this time. Right. and uh, so, so for a lot of men it finally clicks and they go not only is this not sexy now i feel like a complete and total shit bag for doing this yeah no absolutely yeah
1: i mean that's that's what it is man that's all what it you know i miss the the, the passion you know the uh, the just attractiveness you know and yeah. that shit you know that ship sailed a long fucking time ago yeah. Uh, you know, I tried to, you know, try to spice things up, offer solutions. She'd always shoot it down or no, I'm not into that. And I, you know, obviously I was just like, hey, why don't we go and get you something that will help you, you know? Mm-hmm. And I started giving her all these ideas and sending her pictures. And she's like, I don't care about that stuff. You know, like, no. So I just.
0: So here's. and the-
1: In my mind, that's that's what broke the camel's back because, you know, I'm a I'm a sexual person. I'm a man. And when it, when it boiled down to it, I, you know, I had to ask myself, can I have this bland ass sex for the rest of my life? And the answer is no, Mm -hmm. you know, no, you know, I will never be truly happy (laughs) fucking a sex doll that talks, you know?
0: Um, but I think you're kind of on the surface there you the reason the Dead Bedroom Fix book, as I've said many times, was successful is because it addresses the biggest pain point for guys like you is the sex thing. But then right. all you gotta do is peel the layers of the onion back a little bit and it, it ain't just the sex. It's the fact that your wife's depressed and she doesn't put forth any effort to fix the problem.
1: Yeah, I mean that's what it that's I mean, that's really honestly what it boiled down to is just the the connection wasn't there, you know? Uh would it I don't su- care
0: what- would it surprise you going forward in life? You guys get the divorce. And she very quickly jumps with another man, in another relationship. Would that be a no. oh wow? I didn't see that coming, or you'd be totally shocked. Well,
1: if she, no, if she did, I mean, if she did, yeah, I'd be like, oh shit, wow, you know. Yeah, uh, don't be surprised. Footballs. Oh yeah, I, mean, I mean, I'm not. I mean, if she does, I mean, that's fine. You know, I'm, um, I'm, I'm over. <laughs> the, re- the
0: reason being, um, she quickly jumped on board, got pregnant with, and married a bad boy. You. And uh, you're probably not the first bad boy she was ever attracted to. And you won't be the last. And what a lot of women that are kind of wired like that, chasing that high of the unavailable ladies, man, bad boy type, is that once they get into that comfortable, I got a kid, I got a house, job, blah, 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 they're just, they just shut down. They're like that's it. I it's, there's ugh, it's gone. The spark's gone. Everything, not just attraction to my partner, just the lights out. I don't, I can't turn this light back on. And then when it's for some circumstance such as divorce or some other life circumstances, here you go, sweetheart. You're back out in the world. It kind of surprises everybody. Like wow, she became Miss Party Gal again. Where the hell did that come from? And um, so don't be surprised if you're like, you already got another man and you're already moving in with them, geez, that was fast. Um, hey, it, a lot of men happens, in your it. situation see that and get, like, crushed, heartbroken. Not because, oh, my gosh, I, I missed my moment, but because she couldn't, must, she couldn't muster that energy for me over the last so many years. And as soon as I say divorce, bloop, she flips the switch, and she's off to the next one.
1: Oh, yeah. I mean, if it happens, it happens. You know, it is yeah. what it is. And I wish let's, let's not just pick.
0: A, let's not just pick on her, though, because I'm talking to you and you're going to do this shit again, too, if you don't watch it. I already have. No, oh, geez. Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> well, go on. Have, do tell.
1: Yeah. I mean, I, I already have. I said we were uh, contemplating a divorce and I just stayed gone for a few weeks. There's a girl that I was talking to that. Was actually kind of going through the same thing as uh, me with uh, her, which they weren't married, but they were just together, and for you know a really long time. So we kind of connected there, you know, on a on a you know a mental level, emotional level, just because we were both kind of you know just mm-hmm. bent into each other, you know, and mm-hmm. you know next thing uh, we met up and you know fucked, <laughs> 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 and man, I, I tell you uh the the best thing about that man is is for the past four years uh I hadn't really felt like a man you know hmm. and that night i shit I was on top of the fucking world man sure i mean honestly i mean I was honest i was on i was on testosterone uh been on testosterone for a while and I hadn't took it in a while and man i i, I feel great. I, th- I mean I-, I feel great and i don't even take it anymore oh, you know i, I mean mm-hmm. <laughs> i mean i th- honestly think that, that a big part of the, you know the relationship with my wife uh with my low testosterone was i was just so mentally drained exhausted and just sleeping with another woman you know that actually you know says yeah we can do that or mm. you know makes a couple noises here and there i'm just- <laughs> you know, it, it, I don't know. It just, doesn't take it was, much, it does it? Fan, it don't take much, man. It was fantastic. It was fantastic. Well, I mean,
0: you're a dude and you have needs, right? Absolutely. And this woman said, yeah, me too. And you two met and did your thing. Here's where it gets dangerous, though. You have a track record of jumping into these things pretty quickly and pretty heavy, pretty fast. Right. Have you conveyed to this woman, hey, it's just I'm not even divorced yet let's just oh yeah let's just yeah, cool, let's I, just cool our jets uh, yeah
1: like we we i mean obviously like i said we we did kind of connect on a on an emotional level just because sure. of, you know what mm-hmm. was going on but and you know we still to this day you know meet up and hang out and but we both agreed that uh, if anything was to ever happen between us on a a different level it would be at least a year you know before anything like that was even to happen. When I I totally agree with it, man. I, I totally agree with it. Uh I'm gonna, work I'm going to
0: check in again with you in about 3 months to see uh <laughs> what the story is cuz I'm done not done I'm by. not buying it. You're going to you're going to have another baby. Huh? You're going to move in with this chick in about a month. <laughs> you're going to No. Just be no, just be man. careful. I- just be careful oh
1: yeah no absolutely uh yeah i agree with you i agree with you and, and you know like just you know reading in your book and listening to some of your podcasts you know a lot of men do that you know they mm-hmm. the first one they sleep with they you know they jump right into another one you know and and you know i don't i don't believe in that uh i mean one like i said i've, I've really only been in two serious relations I, I guess if you want to call the first one serious i call it serious because we had a kid and i still you know i'll pay child support and you know got to see her you know just about every day mm-hmm. um it you know uh I'm not jumping the gun uh i I, I can't do that let's say I've got kids and I've got to work on me mm-hmm. uh be the best version of myself because I mean even though that there's a a, a lot of love loss you know for my wife it still hurts to an extent sure uh I mean just for the simple fact that you know I did put in effort I did try um you know I was the supporter you know uh uh all that you know good stuff mm-hmm. on top of 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 trying to be the the same bad boy with her that just didn't <laughs> just just didn't work uh, so you know I said, I've got to have got to slow down on this one uh, not jump into anything I agree with you there I said you know listen to your podcast and stuff I'm not the top person going um, to
0: there, no. there is a, you, you do have a, a vibe about you, which a lot of your, a lot of guys period do, but a lot of your more experienced ladies, men, player types have, which is sex is sex and it's fun and it's this and this. And I, I don't care how tough of an alpha male you are. Sex is complicated.
1: Oh yeah, no, and absolutely. Sex
0: is emotional. And, it is. And, you know. Everybody has that tipping point where you go from, well, this is fun to, I can kind of see myself with this person. I can kind of yeah. see this. That's where your ass gets in trouble. And wow. that's where you find yourself a year down the line going, God damn it. Why didn't I just wait? <laughs> I could have waited a whole, you know, which is why I give advice to men in your situation, which is just give women a break for a little bit. They ain't going anywhere. It's not like you have some biological clock ticking that's like if I better, you know, make some more babies before I get too old. You've made your babies, right? Right? Um you're going to run into some women that are going to be like after you fall in love with them, after you're gaga even though you're saying like, hey, like you know, I'm going to go bang 50 women, one or two of them are going to make you go, "Hmm, I want her to be like to be her husband or her live-in boyfriend or whatever." And then she's going to drop the bomb of, "Let's have some babies." And you're like, "Oh jeez, here we go." <laughs>
1: I'm um, actually get scheduled an appointment with a doctor next week. The old vasectomy
0: get snipped. Yeah, Atta boy. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So
1: three babies, mamas, That's just that's just crazy. <laughs> that's right.
0: <laughs> I got two of them. That's
1: enough. <laughs> no, man, I, I did now too. So um,
0: yeah. So there's a little bit of concern. Um, you know, you have. I was going to say the ink's not even dry on your divorce yet. Wow. I sounded very Southern just then dry. The ink's yeah. not dry on your divorce yet. Uh, you don't even have ink, do you? You don't have anything yet. This is just all oh. verbalized. Hey, we're getting divorced. Yeah. Um, yeah. And you're already shacking up, shacking up. You know what I mean? With another yeah. gal.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I, I guess in my mind, man, when, you know, divorce come into my mind, Oh, I get it. I get it. You know, I was, I'm going back to the old me, you know, I'm fisting to just sling it to, you know, just about whoever wants it. Well, I've got standards though. It's just just anybody.
0: (laughs) Another part of this equation though, is you can look at it, not from your own perspective of, I need to take time to heal from this because no matter how tough I tell myself, this is still a traumatic thing. For example, before we started recording this, you told me you'd lost how many, how much weight? About 20 pounds. In a matter of how long? About a month, twenty pounds in a month. That's your body saying you're going through some shit. Oh yeah, no, it's some anxiety and and stress does, and trauma. of the Situation, yeah,
1: it does hurt. I mean, because um, I did care about her, but looking back on it, man, I mean, looking back, on, I didn't see the red flags. I didn't. see. Oh, I know see, you're a blind. You're completely blind. Yeah, and and I, there's I,
0: and this this new chick that you're with now, she's got more red flags than a Chinese parade. You know how I know? Because there's she if she was with a man and she had a good, she was grounded, let's put it that way. If she was more grounded and in a less emotional level, she would meet you and go, I like you, you're you're cute, but here's a situation, I'm uh, in, in this deal with my relationship, ex-relationship, and what's your deal? And you'd say, well, I, me and my uh, now wife, who we have a child, we just decided the other day we're going to get a divorce. A woman who's really well-grounded would just kind of shake your hand and say, it was pleasure knowing you, but... Uh, You get back in touch with me when you when you when the divorce is signed sealed and you give it a few months and so forth, but no man, she's ready to jump in the sack with you right away. Red flag. Uh oh, for both of you, she has one. You got them. So just be careful. Yeah. Oh yeah. No. Absolutely. Playing with fire for sure.
1: Oh yeah, I agree with you. Like like I said, man, just going back, I didn't see the red flags. Uh, I didn't see that we weren't really that compatible. I mean, we really weren't. I mean, just looking back on it now, you know, I'm a fun guy. I like to have fun. I, I mean I'm a, a what they call a, a rambling man, you know. I like to just do shit. <laughs> and it's an almond brothers caused, tune, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> but it caused a lot of conflict between me and my you know, me and my wife. She uh you know, she you know, she was in a depressed state, so she wasn't, you know, cleaning the house or, or working. I mean by she's not lazy by any means, but if she wasn't doing those two things, you know, she's sitting in a recliner, you know. Uh she never wanna go out and do nothing. You know I'm real avid into sports, and so we go to I go to a lot of football games and and baseball games and things mm-hmm. of that nature. And you know I've always invited her. Hey, you want to go? No, no. You know I ain't gonna go. I'm just gonna stay here. You know. And so I said, man, we just didn't we didn't connect like yeah. like I thought we did. Uh Like I said, man, them them fucking or butter, butterflies, man, are a motherfucker in the beginning. You know, you, it it completely blinds you to everything.
0: Sure does. New relationship energy, we call it. Yeah. yeah,
1: And you know, if I could give any man any advice, take it from me. (laughs) Do not get in a relationship, get a girl pregnant within six months and then be married within (laughs) Mm -hmm. within a year, you know, uh, that's where I, that's where I fucked up at. Uh, I seen the roses, you know, I was so caught up in, you know, how she looked and the whole sexiness of the whole thing. And, and man, it it did, it blinded the shit out of me.
0: Yep. Yep. But Uh, you're older and more mature now.
1: Yeah. And, and and like I said, going back to, you know, earlier, uh, I kind of found myself with her, you know, what type of person I am, what I want out of life, uh, for myself and, and for my kids and maybe, you know, down the road, uh, an, another relationship, you know, I actually know what to look for now. And, and you know, I've got your book and podcasts and things like that to think for, uh, to kind of, kind of get me where I, where I want to be, you know, mm. uh, I said, don't, don't rush shit Take your fucking time. Uh, you, <laughs> the biggest mistake I ever made was just rushing into it. I said, the only good thing that came out of it was my kid, you know, uh, live and learn. <laughs> yeah. I God, I know I have, I, I was still, I was still young and dumb when we got together, but now I said, man, I've, I've grew so much, uh, as yeah. a person. I mean, no matter, like said, with the,
0: no matter how shitty the relationship is, if both people are honest, they can say, uh, I learned a lot from this.
1: Yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I absolutely did. Uh, absolutely did. And I said, reading your books and podcasts also, man, I went on this whole venture of, of doing the the five languages of love and all these other marriage books. I tried, man. I really did. I tried.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: I, I, I didn't, I didn't give up easy. You know, uh, I, I guess it's for the simple fact is, you know, I don't like to admit failure. So, you know, I did put in work into the relationship uh, and it just didn't, I think really reading all those books and, 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 you know, trying all the methods and stuff just made me realize that, Hey, you know, you're, just not the person for me, you know, and that's okay. You know, that's okay. You know, I, I I fucked up, (laughs) you fucked up and let's just, you know, sign some papers and Mm -hmm. and be the best parents that we can be and move on.
0: Is there a part of you that's concerned about her going forward?
1: (sighs) Yeah. I mean, yeah. I said, I I do care about her. I mean, I'm not going to lie and say that I don't, uh, there's obviously been a lot of love lost. I just hope that she can, she can get out of that, that depressed state. You I was going to say with uh, her,
0: with her bipolar, does she have a good network around her family to help?
1: Oh yeah. She's got some really good family, but they, they live, you know, an hour and a half away. Um, uh, and she's not willing to move. I was going to say, I, I would
0: predict that if she in fact is going to need some help, does she work?
1: Yeah. Yeah. She does work. She works here local, uh, yeah, Don't
0: be surprised if eventually it's I want to move closer to mom and dad and the family just to uh, help Kate take care of some things because it's tough being a single parent.
1: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely, man. And, and that's one thing I can say when it comes to being a dad. I, I, I go above and beyond. Uh, I may have, you know, my relationship, love, my love and relationships may be fucked up, but, but the love I have for my kids is second to none. You know, so, you know, I'll do so. anything I can to help her out with that.
0: So moving forward, this chapter sounds like it's going to close. Well, actually, before I go down that avenue, let's stop there. Your wife one day calls you out of the blue and says, "Um, I'm working with a therapist, which I would assume that's kind of not her forte. She's not gone to therapy and talked to somebody about all this before. But she says, I've gone to a therapist and I have realized I got a lot of issues and I'm working through it and I'd like you to come to a session with me and I would like to work on us.
1: No, I couldn't do it
0: simply because she you've been down that I, road too many times. Well, you haven't because she's not tried that before.
1: This she's is she's not tried it before. But I just I know that she's not my person. Uh, I said I, I I care about her. I, I'll support her if she wants to go to a therapist session. I'll watch the kid for her if she wants to go to work on her. You know, but when it comes down to it, you know, I'm I'm done. You know, I'm I won't. I know what I want out of life and I hate to say it. It's just not, it's just not her. I mean, even looking back in the good times, it still wasn't that good. Uh, we still clash personalities. Uh, you know, I had to shut down a, a a really big part of my personality just for her to be able to deal with me. Uh, hmm. I'm fun, man. I like to aggravate. I, I, do. I love to aggravate. That's yeah. just my thing. And in, in a, a you know, joke and fun way, you know, and I've had to shut that down for four years because she can't stand it. You know, so I just, I just know that she's just not my person and that's okay. But, I, but yeah, I said, I'll support her. if She wants to go, you know, uh, I may, I mean I may, heck, I may go with her, you know, one time just to talk about how things went with us. If, if that was something, but as far as, you know, her going to a therapist to with me to try to work on our relationship, you know, sir, do you, you ever do
0: see, do you ever see her going down that road at all of, Hey, let's work on us. No, no, it's just not a part of her makeup not part of her and you don't foresee another tactic often for women when they see the world crumbling around them is um we got to stay together for the kiddo
1: um no i mean she seems fine with it now really uh yeah like now um you know i'm trying to be cordial but at the same time you know i i'm kind of being a dick in a way because i feel like it make it makes it easier you know for her uh I don't know I, uh, you know so we we lived together for a little while for about a week or so without you know uh or with deciding that we were going through a divorce and I kind of just quarantined myself <laughs> to my son's room and I mean it was just I don't know it's just awkward you know awkward as hell yeah. uh so you know I ended up you know packing my stuff and and moving out to a furnished garage <laughs> 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 just to kind of get some me time, you know, but like I said, I didn't just, you know, I mean, we're money still going in my, you know, money that I make through work still going through her bank account, you know? So mm-hmm. she's still being taken care of financially, but, <laughs> but for now, uh, until the divorce is final. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, you know, I said, I just, I just, I said, I'm done, man. And, and I just don't see her seeking help. Uh, for for us, anyways, I mean, she may seek help for herself to be, you know, a better person, better mom. But as far as us, I believe on both sides that we're we're done. Like I mm-hmm. said, where I complain about this and this and that, she's complained about, you know, like I said, not spending time with her, not, you know, uh, talking to her, not, you know, communication skills were shit. And like I said, I just got the point where I just I don't love her anymore. I was going to say you fell I,
0: out of love is what we're talking about.
1: I don't think I ever that could connection again.
0: Yeah. Oh. So previous line of questioning when I got detoured here was that chapter is closed. It sounds like it's about to be closed. And you're how old?
1: I am 31.
0: Oh, shit. You got to, you got a whole life ahead of you. So I you're still so. young. Well, that's exciting.
1: It is. It is, it is I'm, I'm excited about it. I'm excited for things to come. Um, well, my question is, what's
0: coming? What, uh, what do you got plans for? Um, you, you can, uh, as, as horrible as it sounds when you're not encumbered by a relationship, guys can tend to accomplish quite a bit.
1: Oh yeah, man. Uh, I'm going to travel when I ain't got the kids. That's something I've only been wanting to do for a while. We'll just go different places, see different things. Um, uh, mm-hmm. which I'm kind of content with the, the things that are going on in my life. Like I said, I'm avid into sports and sports is year round. So I've constantly got something going on. Uh i said i'm gonna travel uh i don't know i just I'm, I'm excited to see what uh what all unfolds well as, all a, as a guy opportunities.
0: as a guy who almost has 20 years on you um take this opportunity to lay the groundwork for stuff that's going to help you when you're my age so don't forget the old career don't forget adding on those i don't know what line of work you're in the certifications and the Whatever it may be, put those letters after your name on your business card, you know, whatever it may be, Um, investments outside of stuff, you know, side gigs outside of your work, because those things will pay dividends down the line for sure.
1: Oh, yeah. No, absolutely. I've actually been thinking strongly, which it's not set in stone or anything, but I'm thinking about swapping careers. Oh, okay. Uh, I really am thinking about swapping careers. Um, I'm just not real happy with what I'm doing, with where I'm at.
0: I caution uh, you, and I wrote a second book called Now What?, and, uh, it's for men that are, the relationship went bye-bye and so many men go, well, shit, now what am I going to do? And one of the things I put in there is beware of some uh, kind of hyper optimism. It's almost like you get into a manic phase post breakup, post divorce of, it's almost like a way of coping with all the trauma and everything with it. But also there's a genuine, holy shit, I'm kind of free right now. I don't have the kids Wednesday through Saturday. Oh, yeah, I'm going to do this, this yeah. and this. And part of that manic state that a lot of men go through is questioning careers and man I always wanted to fix up old cars I put that I put that in the book cuz I don't know how many times I've heard that uh right. I'm thinking about getting in hot rods and fixing up old cars and doing and I'm like that sounds like fun but boy you're not going to make money at that for a while
1: <laughs> right now yeah I'm, I'm uh, yeah I'm, I'm a little smart when it comes to that like I said it's nothing set in stone it would definitely have to be something that was worth you know it had to be either more or at least equal to what i make right now <laughs> mm-hmm. you know it's not like jumping out on a whim and just be like good, you know what good. i'm just gonna change my whole life up uh I, I said i'm excited about things to come uh it is kind of different though like you said the whole kind of manic stage it's it's awkward uh you spend five years uh, almost six uh having a routine and all of a sudden you ain't got a routine and it's like what the fuck do i do yeah i know know, i spend myself running you know see myself running to walmart or or wherever three or four times a day and i you know when i was married i never went to walmart once you know (laughs) that's just to have shit to do
0: little things right (laughs) oh yeah (laughs) walmart lowe's both, yeah, of, both yeah. of which are literally one minute down the road from me here. No, yeah, abs- you're right.
1: Absolutely. Same here, same um, here.
0: You know, I'm king of the to-do list. Um, it keeps me sane, and it also helps um, the little feeling of, oh, yeah, pump your fist. I got shit done today. Here, I got one right next to me. We're on video seeing each other for the people on the podcast, and look, there's a to-do list that I have to scratch off right next to me on my desk here, and I'm looking at that, and that keeps my motor going. Because yeah. not not only are you in danger of Yahoo, what's next? It's almost like you can get to that crescendo, that point where it gets too much, and then, and then next thing you know, you find yourself on the couch watching football for this six hour of that day. Yeah. Uh, so be aware of that. It's just uh, when life presents you with all with all this freedom, you can go down the toilet pretty quick. I, that, that's in that's in part why for a lot of people, and they're not wrong. Um, Marriage keeps men in
1: line. It does, man. It does. Like it said, does. I said I'm kind of, kind of lost as last year's Easter egg right now. I'm just kind of not, you know, not knowing what to do. <laughs> I like it. <laughs> uh, yeah,
0: it's uh, because for a lot of men, it's um, I'm free. I'm crazy. I'm this. I'm that. I have no direction in life. Here's a wife. Here's a kid. Oh shit! Time to grow up now. Time to get a career. Time to focus on paying the bills. Time to stop chasing skirts and just stay yeah, steady yeah. and steady yeah. and for society That's and for so, society overall, we're like, Oh, thank God. Because if it wasn't for marriage and everything, that dude would be a mess and we would all have to pay for it. So, <laughs> you know, prove those people wrong. It's like, no, oh, yeah. I can be a bachelor and I can be successful and I can be good for society overall and be a good dad and be a good friend to my ex-wife. Well, there's a novel thought yeah. and, um, I can do this right. And I don't, and I'm going to keep coming back to this. Uh, I, don't think you can accomplish that necessarily by jumping into bed with about 97 different women between now and this time next year.
1: No, see, and that's one thing that, you know, I'm not going to do. Uh, yeah. like I said this, this, this girl that, you know, I'm that's just one's fine, you know, when I need it, you know, <laughs> yeah. when I need it. Yeah. Uh, like I said, I'm working on myself, reactivating my gym membership. Well, good. Get, good. Getting back into that, working on my, just, just going with the flow, man.
0: Here's a, Difficult subject, not saying you need this, but I think anybody could benefit from this. Talking to somebody on a regular basis in the form of therapy or otherwise, or group work, is that something that you're looking into maybe?
1: Um, uh, Not really. I mean, I guess this right here, I guess. Yeah. Consider, consider well, that Well, this a is talking bit. to somebody, but. Um, yeah, I've got good friends. I, I think know, on a regular
0: basis, to. just good dude time but not just drinking beers talking about you know the the, the
1: uh the shitty times <laughs> i was gonna say
0: the, the the titans versus the bills last night or whatever no it's like no deeper than that somebody to just really sit down and really hash
1: out life stuff with you need yeah, that and i've talked a lot with uh my oldest son's mom so i say she's kind of a. Mm. She says, man, she's seen me at my absolute worst, you know? Mm -hmm. So, you know, I confide in her to a lot of things. She's she's really helped, you know, kind of put things into a little bit more clear, you know, view for me, you know? Mm -hmm. Um, Mm -hmm. I said, man, I was was shitty to her. She didn't, I didn't deserve her, to be honest. (laughs) You know, (laughs) you do talk pretty glowingly of her. Well, she's a good person. I I, screwed, I mean, but we're, I mean, it, there's nothing there. Okay. I mean, there's I, was really, gonna no, say. I mean, there's there's nothing there. Like she's yeah. got, you know, she's with, with another guy, you know, all that good stuff. Like we just always had a good relationship after we weren't in a relationship, which it did take time. I mean, over oh, <laughs> a sure. couple of years, we, yeah, you know, we finally started, yeah. you know, the talking and stuff. So I can, I do confide in her a lot. Cause she'd be like, you know, that kind of kind of sounds like the old you there you know she calls me out on my bullshit you know she really does and i I need that i need someone to help me hold myself accountable for you know things that i've done um even in you know everyday everyday life my marriage and and you know my kids and all that stuff so Mm
0: -hmm. good good well hank wink wink (laughs) um uh it's gonna get interesting
1: Oh yeah, I'm excited, excited, man. Well, you're going to have some hiccups.
0: It ain't going to be all wine and roses. You're going to have some, oh Jesus, moments where you're going to be, you know, you're going to want to curl up with a bottle at the end of the night kind of thing. Just, um, you know, talk to dudes like me and others and uh, people who have been there done that, especially. They're the ones that have a good perspective on all this. Um, Don't hit yourself to one woman too fast. Keep busy, keep busy, keep busy. Build those to-do lists, knock them off. And be there for your kid. We haven't talked much about the kid. Your boy, right, son? Yes. How old he's is he? Four. 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 Well, he's at that age where he knows enough, but he knows things man. are weird. He knows something's up, but he does not quite sure what the hell's going on.
1: Yeah. Now, that shit hurts. That yeah, shit that's the worst thing in the your, world. Pulls at your heartstrings, man. Like, I went and picked him up last night and took him to Chuck E. Cheese. You know, just have some fun yeah. with him and uh we come back you know and he's just like hey dad he said dad are you are, are you are you leaving me you oh, know yeah it's tough
0: man we had to choke yeah. back the tears you know? i know I, I, tears. I often say the toughest day of my entire life and i've had people die i've you know job losses you name it was when my ex and i sat down the kids and she told them mom's leaving and their reactions was horrible awful awful, awful. and i'll never forget that day that was very tough and my
1: yeah my oldest kid he's 10 you know he's been she's been in his life for for ten years or not sorry five years going on six and I told him about it and he should give a shit less you know mm. um which said a lot to me uh, because she really slacked on the the stepmom part uh, mm. It was great when we first got together, you know. And then it was just a point, and he was he was just like, "Hey, who you gonna you know are you gonna date next?" Still, yeah, but, yeah, gotcha. <laughs> yeah. So that that kind of that kind of that kind of sealed the deal for me, you know. Mm. Uh, kind of put the nail in the coffin, the the final one. Yeah, uh, how how it affected him because you know my kid's happiness is the best, you know, most thing that I care about. Yeah, yeah. And like I said, sure. he was just like, you know, we're not that close. You know, the only time she ever talked to me was when she had, wanted to know if I wanted something to eat or was getting on to me for throwing a ball in the house, mm-hmm. you know, so, so, yeah.
0: Well, best of luck to you. You know, best of luck to her. hope she oh, yeah. does it well, especially considering, you know, all the stuff she has going on and, um, uh, keep in touch. Let me know how it's going. Absolutely. And, uh. This is one of those, you know, what to do, what not to do is just the most difficult thing in the world is just being able to say, and this comes with, you know, maturity is just to say, uh, you know, those boundaries, the old psychological term, what I'm going to put up with and not put up with and uh, what I'm going to put boundaries around myself, what I'm going to do and not do. You know, sometimes it's as simple as I'm not going to drink anymore to uh, I'm not going to call that woman back to. And these are very, very difficult things to do, especially in this traumatic, anxious state that you're in, yeah. but they, they'll pay dividends later. Trust me from guys, 20 years ahead of you. Almost it's, uh, those are the tough decisions, but in the end you pat yourself on the back years later saying, thank God I did the right thing back then. So, but you'll learn it uh, with time comes wisdom for sure.
1: Yes, sir. Absolutely. All right, Hank,
0: thank you for doing this. I appreciate it,
1: man. I appreciate you having me on. I really do. Best of luck honor. to you thank
0: you all right and uh we'll see you around
1: thank you sir all right
0: if you're listening to this you're probably a guy who is interested in self-improvement you probably consume a lot of information like these podcasts youtube videos audiobooks courses everything you can to learn more and help you become the best man that you can be and if you're like a lot of men there's something still missing Well, I can tell you what that missing thing probably is. Quality time with other men that are on the same mission as you. Some of you probably have casual relationships with your fellow soccer dads or the occasional beer with guys from the neighborhood. But none of them seem to be on the same page as you. Am I right? They seem content with their shitty marriages, their shitty jobs, and their expanding waistlines. They have all but given up. You find yourself talking to them about the same football teams, listening to their stories about their subpar home life, and you're getting to the point where you dread hanging around them. Well, the good news is that we have assembled a group of men just like you. We call our group the DSO Fraternity. We have live Zoom meetings that are hosted by yours truly, along with the other members of the DSO team. We have a very active private discussion forum, a Discord server for our lifetime members, a members-only podcast, access to my books in audiobook and PDF format at no extra charge, discounts on -on one-on-one coaching with myself and other members of the team, discounts on our video courses, and access to our in-person gatherings. We have met in Nashville, Tennessee, Austin, Texas, Las Vegas, Australia, Amsterdam, and soon in New Orleans. So check it out, the DSO Fraternity at dsofraternity.com. We have monthly monthly annual and lifetime membership options available. I think you will find our group is the missing piece of the puzzle that you have been looking for.